Welcome to the July 12, 2009 edition of Take Him With You, the podcast that's spiritual, not religious. Today on the show, we blow up a watermelon. We talk about Magic Jack and how do we handle grief and loss. Plus, we're going to be talking about the next Food Network star. I signed up for Magic Jack. i got to tell you about that. And then, of course, I want to introduce you to my brand new website for my multimedia company called www.moyermultimedia.com. All that and more on this episode of Take Him With You. Thanks so much for downloading the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus, a Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Of course, I just, you know, Treks in Sci-Fi was the very first podcast that I ever listened to when I got my iPod. Yeah. And uh, you know it's really cool. You can get lots of cool podcasts off of um, off of iTunes. You just go to the uh, iTunes store, uh, go to podcasts, and you can get all this free content for your iPod. It's great. I don't know how you get this show. You might download it off iTunes, and you probably already know how to use it then. Or maybe you're listening directly off the website. I don't know. Uh, but all you do is you go over to the to the iTunes. Uh, you, you know, you start your iTunes, go over to the store, and go into podcasts, and you can download all sorts of cool stuff. I recommend uh, Treks and Sci-Fi. It's really fun. In fact, I started doing these parody songs uh, that would talk about Star Trek because I like I like Star Trek. It's fun, um, and I especially like the Next Generation with Captain Picard and Riker and all those guys. So I did this hilarious. Um, I remember doing this hilarious parody that everybody likes. Um, instead of TNT by ACDC, I did TNG. And uh, so I thought I'd play it for you before we get into the program today. Captain's log, stardate four one one five three point seven. Our destination is planet Deneb Four beyond which lies the great unexplored mass of the galaxy. This is Captain Jean-Luc Picard of the USS Enterprise.
Saturday night. TNG, we're out of sight. TNG, a brand new enterprise. TNG, what a great surprise. for the next generation instead of TNT. <laughs> I like, you know, man, my throat hurt after doing that one too. That was uh that was a sore throat for a couple of days. I don't know how the guy from ACDC actually sings like that. I've never quite figured that out without having hamburger for a throat. Well, anyway, uh, for more of my parody songs, you can head over to christrocks.com slash parody, and you can hear more of my fun and exciting things. I have a brand new one up uh, about Batman that you might like called The Caped Crusader. That's kind of fun. Check that out. Okay. Uh, it's time to find out what's going on around Rick's house. Well... Those of us here in the United States of America celebrated the 4th of July. No offense to my international listeners, but um, we always have a pretty good time at the 4th of July. I, I like to, you know, play with fireworks and stuff like that. It's always fun. I did... Um, <laughs> uh, it's kind of a tradition at my house. We... Um, 
every year when we go out of town uh, for the Fourth of July, we we go and we blow a watermelon up. I did it for years in in when I was youth pastoring. We would film it and then play it in in youth church. But it's kind of fun to blow watermelons up. I don't know. There's just something about the fruit that's it's tantalizing when it blows up into a million pieces. And so uh, we did a uh, we did blowing up the watermelon on uh, on YouTube. And so you can head over to my YouTube channel and watch it blow up. It's kind of fun. YouTube.com slash Rick Moyer 777. And you got to hear it. It's hilarious. It's very, very funny. Here's a little bit of the audio. There you go! Making sure that the hole is big enough to put the special package inside. Yeah, so we show how we put the um, the watermelon together, okay, and then we well, show you we actually blow it up, and here's what it sounded like. Run, run, run! Don't get in front of the camera. There it was. You're going to have to head over, though, to... Um, well... you got to head over and, and see that on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Rick Moyer 777. <laughs> I just that's all I'm going to say about that <laughs> I don't want to say any more you just got to go watch it and tell me what you think hey I did something cool um, I saw an advertisement we were you know in this day and age where we all have cell phones my whole family has a cell phone Catherine got one now and so the whole family has a cell phone we really don't need a home phone anymore because why pay the you know I'm paying like $38 a month for this this landline. Well, I saw this advertisement and was listening to um, Clark Howard on uh, the radio. If you ever if you really like uh, saving money and you want to learn some thrifty tips and stuff, go to clarkhoward.com and he's got some great ideas. Anyway, he talked about this thing called the Magic Jack. Are you familiar with it? Okay, Magic Jack, what it is for you geeks out there and and really anybody can use it now. You don't have to be a geek. But uh, it's a a little tiny box that your phone cord plugs into, your phone plugs into, and you plug it into a USB jack on your computer. It automatically downloads the software. And if you have a high-speed internet connection, you basically have a phone now that you can call um, f- you know, for $20 a year. $20 a year, not a month, a year. You can call unlimited long distance. Yeah, and the quality is pretty decent. I, I installed it and uh, put a little uh, Twitter out there. That I, By the way, follow me on Twitter, at Moyer777, at Moyer777. Anyway, I put my number up for Magic Jack on Twitter and got three phone calls right off the bat. It was really kind of fun. Um, but it was kind of ironic, though. Here here we are trying to get away from spam and trying to get away from uh you know, phone solicitations. And I plug in the Magic Jack, and within 30 seconds, it rang, and it was a, a spam call. <laughs> I don't think they like that when that happens. But anyway, I was surprised. I was like, wow, somebody knows my number already. I don't even have a number yet. And I pick it up, and it's some mortgage company wanting me to refinance. And uh, I just thought that was funny. Anyway, Magic Jack is pretty cool. You can go to magicjack.com on the Internet and get it. I spent like a hundred bucks on it and have five years of service, um, unlimited long distance. And uh, so far, so good. We're liking it. It's pretty cool. And I'm going to cancel my home phone now because why not? It's a whole lot cheaper. Why spend 40 bucks a month when you don't have to? That's what I figure. Magic Jack. Try it out. It's kind of cool. 
I'm not sure if it's... Yeah, I think you can take it on trips. That's the beauty of this thing. You can unplug it from your computer here, put it on your laptop, and if you're in a hotel with high speed, plug it in, boom, you're on, and you can call anywhere for free. It's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. And it goes all... You can take it all over with you when you're traveling and all that kind of stuff, too. So, yeah, Magic Jack. Okay, what else is going on? Hey, I've been watching the show. Do you watch the Food Network? I like watching the Food Network, even though it makes me hungry. There's several programs that I like on there, like Good Eats is really cool. I like watching Iron Chef. Um, I really think Iron Chef is awesome. And I enjoy watching um, Alton Brown and all the different Bobby Flay and and, uh, all the different uh, people. Kat Cora, uh, Chef Simon. um, Who's the Japanese guy that's so awesome? Uh, I can't remember. Morimoto, I think is how you say his name. Anyway, very cool program. I enjoy that. What else? I like Ace of Cakes on the Food Channel. That's cool. But they have this thing that they do every year during the summer when the summer television kind of drops off. They do this really cool um, show called The Next Food Network Star. And I kind of like it because they get a whole bunch of people together and uh, they do all these challenges and they see these different personalities and chefs come up with different ideas and feed people and presentations of the camera and all the jazz. And I'm really enjoying this season. I think it's really, really good. I recommend watching it if you like food or if you like preparing food, if you're a cook or something like that and you like a challenge, watch the show. It's pretty cool. The personalities are neat, how they work together and the challenges are awesome. And sometimes I think, oh, I'd love to be on that program. And other times I think I would never do that. <laughs> but it's called the, the Next Food Network Star on the uh, Food Channel. Very, very cool if you want some uh, entertaining TV during the summer. I want to let you know about a brand new thing happening here at uh, my house. I launched a brand new website with the help of my friend Rico from the Trex and Sci-Fi Forum. He has a uh, he helps do some web pages and stuff. He helped me launch a brand new website. Um, I hired him and we I put all the content on it and he helped me get it all set up. And I have a brand new website that you can go check out my my multimedia business at at www.moyermultimedia.com. Dot com all one word moyer multimedia.com if you go there it's really cool because i have a video on the front page that nathan helped me do and it shows all the different services that i offer you know i do uh, stuff well i'll tell you what i'll just play the soundtrack of it and you can see what my website is all about moyer multimedia llc see hear speak and dream Moyer Multimedia LLC is a multimedia company designed to help you communicate your vision and or your product. I started the company in January of 2009. Over the course of my life, I've been involved in communicating from radio and speeches in front of large groups to voiceovers and music production for podcasts. I've noticed the need for affordable creativity that can be used to promote and get the word out for your idea, service, or product. I keep costs down by working in my digital home studio. I create all the music originally and can do copyright-free professional voiceover work and music. As a multimedia company, I can help you in the following areas. Original theme music production for radio, podcast, and live shows. Audio drama sound beds. Audio commercials. Stingers, bumpers, and background music. Music on hold and voicemail recordings web graphics for your website or advertising needs basic web pages or splash pages photography and creative image capturing 
Podcast Digital Recording Consulting. If you're interested in any of the things that I mentioned, or you have an idea that you think I might be able to help you with, please contact me. Email me at rick at moyermultimedia.com. That's rick at moyermultimedia.com. Or call my cell phone at 360-581-3060. That's 360-581-3060. Moyer Multimedia, LLC. See, hear, speak, and dream. And if you want to see the actual video part of that, just head on over to moyermultimedia.com and you can see the actual video that went along with the audio that you just heard. And so I've launched that, and uh, so far uh, had a few hits. People are looking at it, kind of checking it out. I got, I did a big uh, photography job uh, this last week, and uh, had a great time uh, for a family, and that was awesome. They turned out good. You probably see some of the shots on the people section of my photo gallery. Got lots of things on the website you can look at, and also um, examples of my work. So you can hear the commercials I do, and you can see some of the graphics that I do. All sorts of different stuff. You can just click on it and listen and look and all that jazz. MoyerMultimedia.com Last thing I want to talk about today before we get on with the rest of the program. My son Andrew got a job for the summer, so that's pretty exciting. He's working with Rebuilding Together, which is a great organization that helps uh, low-income families uh, with projects around the house, like uh, bathroom models, wheelchair ramps, um you know, foundation work, all sorts of, they do it all, painting, you name it. Rebuilding Together is an amazing, great um, uh, type of uh, program, and, and uh, it's kind of like a social service, and it's really, really neat. But anyway, he got a grant from the, the folks that he's working with up at the college in his carpentry program, and the state is actually paying him to work for Rebuilding Together, which is really cool. So we're real proud of him, and uh, you can keep him in your prayers because he has a lot, he's very busy. Uh, but I think that's really cool that Andrew has a job, and he's really excited about that, so it's kind of fun. So that's kind of some of the stuff going on at our house, and I think we will be back in just a moment with our words of wisdom. I think if she watched Empire, she would want to watch Jedi. The way that Lucas planned it... Um Star Wars A New Hope was supposed to be able to stand on its own Mm -hmm. and so it does have a conclusion that's why we chose it's not like watching Fellowship of the Ring where you're like oh I just sat here for three hours and this stupid (laughs) story just started (laughs) it's not stupid I know I know of course it's not stupid I love it I'm Jen and I'm Angela And when you're not listening to this glorious podcast, we would love to have you listen to ours, the Anomaly Podcast. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. I think by the time that this program is out, you'll be able to listen to their Lord of the Rings show at the Anomaly Podcast.com. Anomaly Podcast.com. Check it out. And now it's time once again for Words of Wisdom on Take In With You. I thought since today the program is called Good Grief and we're talking about grief and loss and how to handle it, um, we would benefit by finding out how Jesus dealt with loss. So we're going to be in Matthew chapter 14. This is where John the Baptist gets beheaded, and John the Baptist was Jesus' cousin. So let's find out how Jesus dealt with the death of John. Matthew 14, verses 1 through 14. 
At about this time, Herod, the regional ruler, heard what was being said about Jesus. He said to his servants, This has to be John the baptizer come back from the dead. That's why he's able to work miracles. Herod had arrested John, put him in chains, and sent him to prison to placate Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. John had provoked Herod by naming his relationship with Herodias adultery. Herod wanted to kill him, but he was afraid because so many people revered John as a prophet of God. But at his birthday celebration, he got his chance. Herodias' daughter provided the entertainment dancing for the guests. She swept Herod away. In his drunken enthusiasm, he promised her an oath, anything she wanted. Already coached by her mother, she was ready. Give me, served up on a platter, the head of John the Baptizer. That sobered the king up fast. Unwilling to lose face with his guest, he did it. Ordered John's head cut off and presented to the girl on a platter. She, in turn, gave it to her mother. Later, John's disciples got the body, gave it a reverent burial, and reported to Jesus. When Jesus got the news, he slipped away by boat to an out-of-the-way place by himself. But, unsuccessfully, someone saw him and the word got around. Soon, a lot of people from the nearby villages walked around the lake to where he was. When he saw them coming, he was overcome with pity, and he healed their sick. Well, there's your words of wisdom. Now, this is interesting. Jesus, when he's confronted with the death of his cousin, it says he went away and he spent time alone. And then he had compassion when he saw the needs of people and he healed all their sick. And I think that's a great example to us that we need to take a moment to grieve the loss, but then we need to go and do good. And we need to bless the people around us. Great words of wisdom on taking with you. How cool is this podcast? That means that you excellent people who are listening to this cool podcast are even more cooler. How cool is that? So once you finish listening to this podcast, why don't you come over to our podcast and give us a go? We're called Waffle On. You can find us on iTunes. Simply type in Waffle On or go to our webpage and you'll find us at http colon forward slash forward slash waffleon.podbean.com We do TV. We talk about classic TV from 1960 to 1990. You'll find everything here from sci-fi to comedy, from drama to thriller. Come and check us out. We're called Waffle On. Well, if you've been listening to the podcast for any time now, take him with you, you know that this is an experiment of the Moyer family to see if we can make a living by encouraging people every week. If we're encouraging you, would you do us a favor? Could you give to the podcast to keep it going? Uh, you can make a donation to it by going to www.takehimwithyou.com. Click on the Donate button, and you can pay by PayPal. Or you can sign up for our newsletter for $20 a month, and you get it every Monday morning in your email. We try to encourage folks, and we figure if everybody that listened to the program gave a little, we would have more than enough to keep this program coming to you every single week and our midweek boosters and all the different things that we're doing. We're just asking for your help. It certainly would be great. We're not trying to get rich. We're simply trying to encourage people, and we think that you can help. If you like the program at all, you know, $5, 10 $20, that's cool. Whatever you can give, that would be great. I know some of you can give more than that. 
but what if, whatever you can do, that would be very, very appreciated. Oh, want to let you know, too, we're still running the contest. If you would like to win one of the books that I've been uh, talking about on the program called the In Pursuit of Happiness by Frank Minnerth, Choices That Can Change Your Life, all you have to do is send me an email to rick at takehimwithyou.com. Write in the subject line, I'm happy. And then give me your information so I can, uh, if you win, I can send you the book. I'm giving away two copies of it and love to be able to give you one of them if you write in. Uh, the deadline for that is going to be um, this coming Tuesday. The Well, let me see. It would be the 14th, I believe. So if um, that's something you want to do, if you want to win one of those books in our contest, just uh, go ahead and email rick at takehimwithyou.com. Put in the subject line, I'm happy. And I'll pull the names out of a hat, and whoever wins, I'll send you a copy of the book. It's a great book. I really recommend it. So please, do me a favor and join the contest. Let's see who wins by the 14th. Okay. Thanks. Greetings, guildies. I'm Kenny. And I'm Jenny. After listening to Take Him With You... Why don't you tune in to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the web series, The Guild. Each month, we'll bring you the latest news about the Guild cast, including what projects they're working on and what conventions they'll be attending. Also, we'll be updating you on the current season. We'll talk about some behind-the-scenes fun of Season 2. As well as having cast, crew, and fan interviews. So head over to iTunes and subscribe to Knights of the Guild. Or go to our website for a direct download at knightsoftheguild.podbean.com. Zaboo! <laughs> yes, my friends, Jenny and Kenny are very cool, and they have a great podcast. You should listen to them. It's very fun. Well, let's see. wanted to say thank you to everyone who has been uh, emailing and commenting on the shows. Very, very uh, encouraging to me when you write in and let me know if it's helping. Please give us some feedback, if you would, at Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. That's Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. Really appreciate it if you could uh, send that in. Listen, if you want to follow us or or you want to uh, find out more about the Moyer family, you can follow us on Twitter at Moyer777. You can see us on Facebook. I have a great Facebook. Um, Facebook.com slash Rick.Moyer. Facebook.com slash Rick.Moyer. I have a MySpace at uh, myspace.com slash Moyer777. Uh, we have a blog at moyer777.wordpress.com. You can find more of that, all those links on the Take Him With You site. We would love it if you would uh, join in with us and take a look. And, of course, our new website at moyermultimedia.com. Well, it's time once again for Food for Thought on Take Him With You. This week, good grief. You know, the longer that I live, the more that I find that we go through so many experiences through our lifetime that are positive and negative. And, you know, I think sometimes people want to be so positive that they think nothing bad can happen to them. But, you know, there's some bad things that happen to good people a lot. 
more than we'd like to admit. And how we deal with loss and grief and, you know, tragedy and things like that really is important. And I know for me, it took me by surprise when I when I lost somebody that was close to me when I was younger. I really didn't have anything. I don't know. I just didn't have any skills to cope with it. I didn't know how to deal with the loss. And through time, you know, I've learned some things and I've I've gone to some counseling and, you know, going through different situations that I have in my life. I've experienced a, quite a bit of loss for no particular fault of my own, but it just, and sometimes because of my own decisions. And how do I deal with that? How can I get some help with that? And I did. I found some very, very good help. And I wanted to share some of those things with you today because I think all of us at one time or another are going to go through loss or grief or... You know, some of us are going to lose jobs. Sometimes we, we lose a family member. It, we all are going to go through some type of loss, some type of grieving in our life. I think that I dealt with things differently before I became a believer than afterwards. In other words, when you have God in your life, I think it changes your perspective on loss and grief. And I kind of want to share part of that with you today. But I've been I've been reading out of this book, and I think it's been very helpful. It's called In Pursuit of Happiness by Frank Minnerth, M.D. He is a Christian doctor that uh, is talking about choices that can change our life. And I think it's a really good book. I've been really enjoying it. It's filled with Scripture, and there's some really good um, tips and things. And I'm in Chapter 7 right now about loss and grief, and I wanted to talk about it from from the perspective of the book and from the Bible about how do we handle grief and loss. So let's jump right into it, shall we? <laughs> the first thing that, that I thought was really interesting when I was reading through is it talked about um, taking a situation that is bad and turning it to good. So in other words, when we go through rough times, it always feels like the end of the world. It always feels like we can never recover from it because our, our heart hurts You know, when we go through a loss or we go through grief. But there are ways that we can take advantage of the grief and the loss and turn it uh, for good and make it gain in our lives. In other words, uh, oh, I think one of the things in, the, in this chapter is, talks about gaining from loss. And you notice that the scripture that I shared today on Words of Wisdom, where G, when Jesus found out that John the Baptist had been beheaded, that was his cousin. He loved him. Um, at that point in time, Jesus went to be alone and and we as we know in scripture if we read through if you read through you can see that Jesus when he was alone would pray to his father and he would share with his with his dad all the different things that um that he was going through and feeling and i think it's really interesting um the book here recommends that first of all that you allow for some time um you know you, you there's it comes in waves i don't know if you if you've noticed that but when you go through a loss if you've lost a job or you've uh, lost a loved one it it's good for a little bit and then it's not good and and then you really hurt and then sometimes it's kind of, kind of like waves and it's it's okay to allow for some time to grieve that's what jesus did he went away to be alone and and allowed some time to grieve then the second thing that's really important to do is to share with somebody you know, I had a, a really good friend of mine, lives pretty close to me here, uh, call me on the phone here a few weeks back, and I was just really hurting over a particular thing that had happened to me. And he called, and we started to share, and, and pretty soon I ended up on the phone with him an hour and a half, you know, and and he told me something that I thought was very, very good, and it's what the book re recommends too. He said, you know, sometimes you just need to share 
about your loss. You need to just talk it out because the more you talk it out, the more it comes out and the more you feel better about things. And it, it may still hurt, but you at least get some release and you're able to share and you're able to talk with it talk with people about it. And you know, that's totally biblical. If you look at the Bible in Galatians, it says, carry each other's burdens. I mean, that's the reason God put other people on the earth is that's not why. I mean, we're not living all by ourselves, are we? There's people. And the reason there's people is so that we can share and we can talk back and forth. And I think the Bible is very clear in the fact that we need each other. And we really, really do. I I just know over the course of time, if I haven't had people to talk to, I don't know what I would do because it's just so important. And of course, you can talk to God, and it's it's a wonderful thing to share your heart with the Lord. I think that's really important. But it's also really important that you have some friends or some family members that you can share that loss with and and just talk it through. The other thing too is is sometimes when we're going through grief and loss, we need to just kind of change up our routine, our behavior. You know, if we're going through a rut, if we've been thinking way too much about what we've lost or, you know, how bad everything is on us, that can get us really in the in the, the down and outs and the dumpster, you know, and it's good to talk it out. It's good to change our behavior, maybe uh, change our routine up. If we're watching a bunch of sappy movies that, you know, evoke our emotions, maybe we should change what we're watching for a while or, or you know, if we're just doing the same things over and over and over and expecting things to get better, Perhaps we should change kind of what we're doing, and, th- and that would help in the area of loss and grief. The other thing is is really important is to uh, gain some insight on on you know talk with a counselor, talk with somebody. Uh, Proverbs twenty is really good. It says, "Counsel in the heart of a man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out." So it's always good to get some counsel and talk to somebody that might be able to help you gain insight in why you're grieving. Uh, why it's still hurting. You know, if it goes on, it's, it's important that you do grieve, but if it goes on for a long time, like if weeks and weeks and weeks and it turns into months, it's probably time to take a look at what's going on there and get some help because we weren't designed to to be in constant grief. I mean, there's supposed to be some stages of grief, you know, and it's just important that we get through them. Some people have such a hard time with grief and with loss that sometimes they have to go on medication for a while. And that's not a sin. I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, you know, if you have a, a somebody that you trust and, and is counseling you through some things and you seriously have some chemical imbalances, there's nothing wrong at all with taking medication to overcome that. I I think that the Lord obviously wants to heal our bodies and stuff, but sometimes we can, you know, we need medication to make things right um, physically inside of us, and those are important things. Uh, the other thing that the book recommends is as having some new perspective, and I love they put this great chart in the book, and I just love this chart. Let me read some of this to you because I think you'll really enjoy this. Um, check this out. It says, um, "Here's the issue: life, uh, length of life, and death." And here's what a lot of people that believe in God sometimes are believe falsely. If I'd only done more, they would have lived. Have you ever been in that situation where you? I, I had a, a really good, good friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, uh, named Jim, who I just I don't know how to describe him to you. He he was he was really a geek type of guy and. He came alive to computers, and him and I were really good friends. We lived across the street from each other, and we would watch Star Trek together and talk about sci-fi, and we would work on computers together. 
Um, but Jim had a real um, problem, and he actually had anorexia, and I didn't realize it. I knew, um, or perhaps it was bulimia. I'm not sure which one, but all I know is that it was a, it was a rough situation. And anyway, through the course of time, um, I tried to get him some help. He got into the hospital and stuff. But anyway, uh, there was, I was at work one day, and I got a phone call. I hadn't heard from him. We, you know, we talked almost every night. For a couple of days, I hadn't heard from him. That was real rare. And uh, anyway, they found him, and he had died. Um, his heart had given out on him because of anorexia. And uh, wow, that was very, very difficult for me. I thought to myself, what could I have done to stop that? How could I have, you know, I was so grieved. I I missed him. So I still miss him. But what could I have done to stop that? Could I have done more? Could I have, what could I have done? You know, and I, I just thought I could do more. But, you know, that's a false assumption. You know, um, the Bible says that all of our days are ordained and they're written in the book before one of them came into being. And and it says in Psalms thirty one fifteen, my times are in your hand. So even though um, I thought, you know, what could I have done to stop this? I, there's nothing. I mean, there, we try to we try to figure out maybe we're at fault for it or whatever. But you know what? The bottom line is we are all our lives are in God's hands, and it's His timing, not ours. So uh, you know, let that false guilt roll off your back and and start to head towards you know some some peace there because. We don't have any control over that. And so anyway, that helped me a lot with Jim. I, I still miss him quite a bit. And I do, I do, I did change the way I do things now. If I know somebody has an eating disorder, I pursue them pretty, pretty hard and try to get them help because I don't want to see another one of my friend die. I don't think that's cool. And so I recommend that you, um, you know, move on from things, but care and be compassionate towards people. How about this one? Um, if I only tried harder, I would have succeeded in this endeavor. How many of us have ever said that? If I only would have done it this way or tried harder. You know, it's really interesting. In Psalm 75, 6, says, For exaltation comes neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south or the north, but God is the judge. He puts down one and exalts another. So in other words, our success and our... Um, our endeavors and things are in God's hands. And if we do the best that we can, that's all God requires. If we don't get the promotion, if we don't get that one thing that we want to do, if our endeavor fails, you know, that's how it is. And we got to pick up and we got to move on. But we can't stay in grief and, and failure. It'll kill us. It really will it'll get us depressed. It'll, it'll mess our lives up. So it's really important to look at what God says. Um, how about this one? This event will destroy me. Have you ever said that? Uh, my life is ruined. Nothing good could ever come out of this. Our perspective gets skewed, doesn't it? We, and I've said that out of my mouth. I know I've said that many times. Here's the biblical truth, though. And the Bible says in Romans 8, 28, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. So if we love God and we're serving Him, even if something happens that looks destructive, God can turn those things around and our life is not ruined. We're not dead. Even if we did die, if we're a believer, we'd be in heaven with God. So that's not like the worst thing that could happen to us, is it? Interesting. Different perspective. See, sometimes in order for us to get through loss and grief, we have to look at it from a different perspective. 
How about this one? When people have been mean to you, these people have set out to destroy me and, and they will succeed. Have you ever had that? Man, my boss has got it in for me and he's going to mess me over. I just know it. Or those people are just awful and they're going to come and get me and all this. Stuff. You know what? Here's what the Bible says. Here's the godly perspective. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive. Genesis 5.20 or 50.20. So check it out. Some people, that was Joseph, by the way, talking to his brothers that sold him into slavery and, uh, you know, almost killed him. And anyway, he just said, you know, you meant this thing for harm, but God meant this for good. So when bad things happen to us, we need to, to seek out what does God want us to get in this and how can we get through this because God is is with us and then there's another spot that says who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us that's Romans chapter 8 35 and 37 see it's a different perspective people may be plotting and being mean to you and all this stuff but you know what you're above that you don't have to you don't have to participate in all that junk. And you know what? God is is the one that's in control. And if you call upon him, he will make sure that you succeed. Maybe not in the way you thought you should, but he certainly will be there for you and he'll certainly get you through things. We're more than conquerors in Christ who loved us, gave his life for us. He cares about us. And you know, that's that's a better perspective than oh my gosh, these people are jerks and they hate me, you know. That I've had, and I've had all these attitudes. This is an attitude I've had. Oh, the world is horrible, in horrible shape. I mean, look at the stock market, the the wars, the terrorism. There's so many dangers. I feel so nervous. My world is going to fall apart. I think God has finally lost control. You know what? I hear that from people. I've said that before myself. But check out what God says. All the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. He does according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. No one can restrain his hand or say to him, what have you done? See, God is in control. And even though it looks crazy around us, we're simply responsible for our own lives and our peace with God. It's just important that we have peace with God. He's going to take care of us. Have you ever said this before? I might as well give up. Look at all that's happened to me. I know in my my battle with food, you know, going back and forth, sometimes I just say, oh, I just, you know, I don't have any self-control. And then one day I do have self-control. The next day I don't, and back and forth, and I might as well give up, right? Well, check this out. <laughs> this is really good. This is out of Job. And you know Job went through some rough stuff. It says, then the Lord said to Job, will, will the fault finder contend with the Almighty? Let him who reproves God answer it. Then the Lord answered Job out of the storm and said, Now gird up your loins like you like a man. I will ask you, and you will instruct me. You will, will you really annul my judgment? Will you condemn me that you may be justified? Or do you have an arm like God? And can, the thunder, and can you thunder with a voice like his? In other words, you know what? God is in control. He's going to take care of us. It's not like, you know, what are we complaining and being all freaked out about? We, we don't want to give up. God is the one who's going to come to our aid. He's going to help us out if we'll call out on him. And then the, one of the other things that they, they said here, and I thought this was interesting, life can never, ever be, be any better. It can never turn around after this loss. I'm down for the count. Have you ever felt like that? I'm down for the count. Listen to this. 
Joel 2.25 says, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. In other words, there, it was making a, um, a parallel of he will restore, like the crops were all eaten by the locusts and everything. And God turned it around and caused a, an abundant harvest and everything and restored all the stuff that had been lost. God wants to do that in our lives, too. When we go through a really difficult time, you know, uh, if we lose a job that we really liked or we lose uh, someone in our, in our family, someone that we loved and cared about so much, God wants to turn that around and help bring the right people in your life, the right job in your life. He loves you. He cares about you. And the perspective we shouldn't have the perspective that this is going to bring us down for the count. We need to know God is going to come through for us. We need to have something that, that a lot of people lack nowadays, and that's called faith. Faith that God loves us and cares about us and wants the best for our life. If we'll only listen, if we'll only open our heart to him, he will listen. Okay, let's talk about, um, let's continue to talk about grief a little bit. Um, six lessons about grief. Now, this is from the book, in Pursuit of Happiness, Choices That Can Change Your Life by Frank Minnerth, MD. First of all, we need to remember that, um, you know, when you go through a, a there's a, a death in the family, there's a divorce, maybe a separation, um, maybe you've lost something that you really liked, like a house or a car, uh, maybe your health is in danger, uh, maybe you lost your position, your prestige, uh, maybe your self-esteem, finances, so on, whatever you've lost. There are some lessons that you can learn through it all, and I think I think I think this is really good. The first thing is that we have to remember is it's okay to grieve. You know, as believers, uh, we don't grieve as those who have no hope. We actually have some hope. I mean, remember when um, when Jesus? Uh, there's this part in the Bible where Lazarus had died and he was in the tomb and everything, and and his sisters were grieving over him, and the whole whole city was upset that Lazarus had died, and Jesus raised him from the dead, which I thought was a, it's a cool story. I'll have to read it sometime. Uh, but anyway, he kind of said to everybody, why are you mourning everything? There's some hope here, because, you know, <laughs> when you have faith in God, it, when you die, it's not the end. And the other thing, too, is it, it's just okay to know that God is there for us. And if we've lost something, it's okay to grieve, but we grieve as believers with some hope that it's going to get better. I don't know how people without God handle grief. It's got to be very, very tough. But with God, we know that there's, things are going to get better. It's going to be okay. The other thing that we have to remember as believers is God is still with us. Even though we think that maybe God has abandoned us because we've gone through a rough time, or where's God in all this? You know, maybe you think he caused it or whatever, but I don't think God causes bad things to happen to us. But he certainly allows some things to happen that are really difficult for us, doesn't he? And how do we handle that? Well, we have to remember that God is still with us. He hasn't left us. There's a great scripture in Isaiah that says, When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. God is with us. He hasn't left us. It may feel like it. But he hasn't. It's just because we're going through a rough time. It's just because we our feelings are in the way and we're dealing with grief and loss that sometimes we think God has left us. But he's, he hasn't. He hasn't left you. God is able to help. That's the other thing we need to remember. It's God is, is able to help. And, and I think that he really loves to hear from us. You know, the Bible says if you cast your anxiety on him, um, he cares for you. And that's why we cast our care on him. You know, I, the song that I sang last week, you know, God, I cast my care on you because I know you care for me. That's out of First Peter chapter 5, verse 7. 
He loves us. He cares about us. There's, it's good. And then, of course, Scripture. Scripture is so comforting. I mean, you start looking, you know, in times of trouble, when you're going through a rough time, the reason they read Scripture at funerals is because they're they're trying to comfort people with Scripture, and it really does work. When you read Scriptures that uh, speak to the situation that you're going through, you know, the Bible isn't some old thing that you put on the shelf and blow the dust off of because it's irrelevant. It's totally relevant. It totally speaks to our attitudes and our thoughts of today. It's very modern. Even though it was written a long time ago, it's very, very, uh, it pertains so much to our life today. It's relevant. I mean, you think about that. If you're going through a rough time and it's really scary, you can read Psalm 23. It says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Talking about Jesus being a shepherd in our life, somebody that has authority and 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 he's there for us, and he's leading the way. Hmm, interesting, huh? How about in Hebrews? This is great. When you think that you've gone through so much stuff that, that God can't relate, I mean, come on, Jesus, you didn't have to deal with working at a job and losing your job. Check this scripture out. Hebrews chapter 4 says, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So in other words, it's not like we haven't had somebody that knows what we're going through. Jesus knows exactly what you're going through, what I'm going through. He's been there. And he knows how to to comfort our hearts. It helps. You know, it really helps me when I know. I go talk to people that have gone through similar situations. I was talking to a parent the other day, uh, my brother-in-law, about his kids and how he dealt with his kids when they were ready to go off to college because I'm dealing with the same thing. He gave me comfort because he'd gone through it already. See, Jesus has gone through everything that we can imagine. If we'll go to him and we'll talk with him and we'll share with him, you know, he'll comfort us because it, it comforted me just talking to my brother-in-law, David, because he had gone through some of the similar things that I was going through. How about this one? Um, this is great out of Isaiah 41. It says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I'll strengthen you. Surely I'll help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And don't call me Shirley. I'm sorry. I had to put that part in, but that's not in there. It's so true. God isn't going to leave you abandoned. He loves you. He cares about you. He's not going to go out there and and uh, just leave you all alone in your in your loss and your grief. No way. God loves you and He cares about you. He's right there for you, and and He's there to help. If you, all we have to do is cry out to Him and and talk to Him. I love this one here. It says, "This is my comfort in my affliction." that your word has revived me. Psalm 119.50. When you read scripture, it just revives your heart. You get into the Psalms and you start seeing that people have gone through the same thing you have. Very, very helpful. And uh, let me see, how about this? Casting all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. I've already read that one. It's good. First Peter 5.7. Or all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Psalm 139.16. There's just so many scriptures that you could read that will bring you comfort during a time of loss and grief. I'll never forget one of the most tragic and hard things that I ever experienced was when I was called in, uh, when I was pastoring. Uh, they called me into a place where a, a little baby had died, and I had to go in. I was there uh, before the uh, the police called me, and the family had mentioned my name, so I went over I got to the house, and I went in, and they were just obviously distraught. The coroner hadn't even got there yet. And 
Oh, there. What do you do in a case like that? Oh, it's horrible. Just horrible. You know, mom. The mom was just devastated, and the infant had died in it in its sleep, and the dad was just you know grieving. And I just put my arms around him, gave him hugs, you know, and and held on to the family there because they were just going through such a rough time. And then the, of course, the, they come in and they take the the body of the infant out, and of course, you know, the mom yelled and and uh, cried and wailed. I mean, you you know, you you don't know grief until you've lost someone. You did, it's very hard, especially a baby. And I remember sitting with that couple and just, you know, trying to comfort them. I didn't have a lot of words to say, so I just opened up my Bible and I just started reading some different scriptures to them. And you could just see the relief and the the stress come off of them. Not that they it was anything wonderful, but it was definitely a help. And then you know what we did? We got together, and I just asked him if I could pray for them, and I prayed, and I cried with them, and I prayed with them. And, you know, we decided to do what Jesus had done, and that was uh, when he experienced grief and loss, he spent some time reflecting. I did the funeral for them and everything, and, and then, you know, their big push was then they were going to they were going to make the life of this baby count, and they decided to go out and, and bless people and help people. And that's exactly what Jesus did. He took his grief and, and the things, and he turned it around, and he started using it to get back at the, the devil for the loss that he had caused by doing good things for God. And this family, it was really rough. They went on to have many more children, and they're serving God today. So it just, it, it, But it was so tough during the time. You know, you think the world's crashing in, but it's not. Um, it, it will get better. It's not to lessen any of the, the horrible things that happen in life, but you certainly can get through them especially when you cry out to God for help. I think that's really, really important. And remember, you know, one of the things we have to remember is that we have our hope in heaven. You know, when you're a believer, it changes things because that that whole feeling of, of loss and the loneliness that comes from it and the devastation, it's real, all right. But when you know that God is with you and that God is going to come through for you, it really does change everything. That's my biggest recommendation for dealing with loss and grief is to cry out to God, share your heart with him and share with a friend because you're going to get through this. It's going to be okay. Put your hope in heaven. Put your hope in God and and don't put your hope in other things because it'll disappoint. God will never disappoint you. He loves you and he cares about you. And I hope, I don't know if if this has helped you at all, uh, but I hope it has. And uh, I'm going to pray for you if I can. Because you got to remember that God is still in control. So let me pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you and, and ask for your help. All of us, God, have gone through grief and we've gone through loss, and we really need your help to get through it. Thank you for your, your scripture that we can read and be comforted by. Thank you, Lord, for your participation in our life that you care about us. We really need your help. So, God, would you comfort our hearts and help us to go forward. Help us find the right people to talk to and to share with. And then, Lord take the tragedy that we've gone through and the different things that we've lost and might turn it to good uh, so that we can see some good things ahead. We we put our hope and our trust and our faith in you because we know you care for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you don't know God, I mean, if you've never really asked the Lord to come into your heart, I really recommend that you do that. It, it's really important that we get our things right with God, our life right with, with the Lord. And you know, all you have to do is ask Jesus come into your heart and and just be part of your life. He will do that. And it's it's cool. I mean, 
I know it's changed my life dramatically and, and for the better. So I really highly recommend if you if you need some help, if you if you're dealing with some issues and you really need uh, to make your peace with God, I just recommend you do it. Email me. I'd love to talk with you about it. Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. I would be more than happy to discuss that whole idea with you. Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. Well, that's it for the show today. I hope you really, really enjoyed it. Called Good Grief. Grief can be a, a interesting thing, but uh, it's important that we have our faith in God and we get our help from Him. Next week, I am going to cover a brand new subject I think you'll really, really enjoy. As I'm going through this book, I think it's it's very relevant. I'm calling it Murphy's Law Revisited. When things go wrong, when things go bad, how do you pursue victory? How do you get through it and come out on the other side Okay. I think all of us have gone through some rough stuff. So how do we get on the other end of things and come out smelling better than we went in? (laughs) Those are some good questions, and I think you really enjoy it. It's about overcoming trials, and I think there's some really good recommendations that um, I found in the book. The Bible, of course, has some great things, and I'll share some personal victories with you that I've had. So I think you'll really enjoy that program. So. Until next week, please give me some feedback. Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. Visit the website, www.TakeHimWithYou.com. We would, Amy and I would love it if you would uh, pray for us. Uh, maybe donate to the podcast to keep it coming to you every week. Listen to the Midweek Booster this week. It'll be really good. I think you'll enjoy it. Out of uh, Philippians chapter 2, I think you'll really enjoy that. Okay, that's it. Bless you. Have a great day, and I'll see you next week. And don't ever forget to take him with you. Take Him With You is a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. www.moyermultimedia.com Copyright 2009. All rights reserved.